0: Oh, hi, I'm Jean Lawler, your host of the Roads to Resolution Closure and Certainty Podcast. As a mediator, I am honored to be invited into other people's lives for a few hours—lives that all of our lives are shaped by the many roads that have brought us, them, everyone to our particular today. And today, in mediation, often can involve uh, impediments to settling, and so I thought that it would be helpful to address. Three possible ways to overcome impediments to settlement. There are as many ways as there are creativity and people involved. Every case is unique and every situation is unique. So there's no one right answer for anybody, which means that the parties, the mediator, the lawyers, everybody needs to be nimble and needs to be able to um, adjust based on how the mediation is going and what comes out. So let's talk, though, about three possible ways. First of all, is working on the terms of a settlement and leaving the number blank. People can get so caught up in numbers that they're not real for the most part, and it's certainly not until the end when you get to a number that everyone's willing to agree to, an amount to be paid and an amount to uh, receive. And so that's all well and fine. But I really think that working on the terms in a lot of ways helps. And those terms could be anything from, you know, what's to be done to other things that maybe they wouldn't think about. Maybe this particular situation needs somebody to do something. You know, maybe there's been a loss of a family member in a personal injury case in a car accident. and Maybe that family needs healing. Maybe a, um, and I say this as a true example, a family trip to Disney World along with whatever else is done. But that that then helps the plaintiffs to feel that their loss, whatever it is, is recognized and appreciated. Maybe just some words of uh, empathy coming. Maybe it's an apology. Maybe it's something else. But usually it will be more than money. Uh, it would only be money probably in and of itself when it is, you know, maybe business to business. But even there, you know, business leaders. Uh, those involved in negotiating settlements for businesses, it's personal as well and can be personal. So those are the kinds of things that I would suggest on work on the terms, do in that process, whatever needs to be done to build uh, confidence and trust and let people know what they're buying for their money that they're paying or what they're giving up for the money that they are going to receive. Another way to do this is to focus on the interests and needs. And this is along the lines of what I was talking about earlier with the uh, family trip to Disney World, for example. You know, be questions like, well, what if this happened? What are their options? What are your interests and, and, and needs? How is it that we can help you put this behind you? You know, maybe it's a business dispute over lease terms and the uh, lessee needs to know what exactly their business is going to be able to look like as it operates in that location in the future if they continue on the lessor of course needs to the landlord needs to know what they're going to receive in, you know rent payments and uh, how the space is to be used and on and on and on and so it may be that by focusing on the interests and needs it it could be done and certainly we've all seen uh, mediation settlement discussions where one little thing is what hangs it up and um, I had one mediation where. And and again, it was a, a lease situation and the coup de grace on it, the final straw, if you will, was over parking spaces. And so that's what was coming to my mind as I said that. What are the interests? What are the needs? The need and interest may be as simple as never having anything to do with the other party ever again. And there's certainly value in that. So focus on those and then you can come back to the money or tie it in as you go along. Another way you could do it, number three here, would be to appeal to self-interest. You know, envision the future. What is the future going to look like if you don't have to be in this lawsuit anymore? And this kind of ties into what I was saying about you never have to see this person again. You know, you were maybe strangers on the road when your cars collided and uh, you can put this behind you. Maybe business partners that are breaking up or insurance uh, insureds and insurers you know just to be able to get something off of one's plate if you will can be very uh positive and can be very helpful thing and where individuals are involved as opposed to businesses I think there's a lot to be said for the concept of waking up the next morning uh, knowing that you don't have to worry about what's going to happen again. And if it's a business, your business that is at issue, um, knowing that you have resolved it, you can get back to the business of your business or get back to living your life. I think that um, appealing to those self interests and envisioning the future really can accomplish a lot and help. Okay. And then uh, last but not least, even if you get to the end of the day, so to speak, and, um, If you have a settlement, great. You've accomplished all this. That's wonderful. But if you don't quite have a settlement yet, or it looks like you could, or people are now angry and upset and maybe wanting to just be done, as the mediator or as the lawyers involved, I would urge you to not let the parties leave the mediation without either a conditional offer and demand uh, that's open for a certain amount of time or plan for further discussions, or agree to reconvene, or agree that you'll follow up with telephone calls, just something to provide the parties with some sort of hope. Because to go away with nothing after they've worked hard all day, it does have the potential to create really hard feelings. You know, the other person wasn't reasonable, they were in bad faith, they weren't negotiating well, all these kinds of negative things. Leave them with something positive, even if they don't realize it at the time. And then, of course, ideally, there would be follow-up by the lawyers, uh, by the mediator, to see if there can be a resolution along the lines that had been discussed or moving even a little further. Maybe after sleeping on it, you know, something will present itself as an opportunity, as an option. And so those are four things that I... um, bring to you today as ways to overcome impediments to settlement. Certainly there are many others unlimited number of others, limited only by your imagination and thought processes. So I know that that they will be there when the time comes. Thank you so much for joining me today. Please feel free to follow me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my YouTube channel, or listen to my podcasts. Uh, Reach out to me if you like on my email, jlawler at lawleradr.com. And you have my um, website address is lawleradr.com. Thanks so much and take care. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.